Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Pop That Mama, a passionate first-time mum sharing my tips and tools for a positive pregnancy, childbirth and journey into motherhood. I've created a three-part series called Walk With Me to help new mums navigate the transition into motherhood. The one thing we can all do at the moment (laughs) is get out and get some fresh air. So this series is designed to accompany you on your daily walk. And in this episode, I will be going through some ways you can overcome loneliness as a new mother. Enjoy listening. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, guys, and welcome, welcome. If you are my regular listeners, then a big welcome to you. Funnily enough, I don't know who any of you are. Um, I've got quite a few followers on Spotify, but you can't really see people's profiles. The only thing I do get is what you guys are listening to mostly. So I know that it is currently Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber and Frank Sinatra. But I think Frank Sinatra is probably because it's Christmas time and everyone's listening to the Frank Sinatra Christmas playlist. But yes, big welcome to you. And I do hope that you've managed to enjoy the Christmas period despite all of the restrictions in place. I do think it's just been such a strange year, obviously, with everything that's gone on and a really strange Christmas, I guess. We've not been able to celebrate in the ways that we usually would. And I guess that leads me nicely onto my topic, which is about loneliness Um, new mum loneliness and obviously I'm a new mum myself I was pregnant during the pandemic and gave birth during the pandemic and I can share my own personal experience of this you know there's not been that many mum groups out there there's not been opportunities to meet friends and family in the same way that we would have been and so you know I guess I'm lucky in some respect that Tom is working from home and I know a lot of people do say this but then I'm also like well actually he's working from home but he's he's pretty much downstairs in the office all day he's he's got a really strong work ethic which means that he doesn't take a three-hour lunch break or allegedly you know morning lying in bed he just doesn't do that he's a hard worker so yes he has been around and I'm truly grateful for that but he's also been at work e.g in the office So there has been times of loneliness and the other day I was downstairs in the kitchen um, sitting on the window seat with Juniper and if you follow my Instagram you would have seen uh, photos of us on this window seat. I love sitting there with her especially when it's raining and yeah it's just a super comfortable lovely spot to have a moment with her and a little cuddle and I was looking out the window and it was lashing it down no way could we get out of the house and most of the things that we do involve getting out you know going for walks I mean that is literally 2020 we've all been walking right or at least getting some fresh air doing some exercise so it was in that moment where it was you know the rain was splashing against the window and um I just thought, well, what are we going to do? You know, what what do we do? And obviously restrictions are in place at the moment. So we can't see friends. We can't go to coffee shops. We can't go to baby groups. And I just felt trapped. Just this overwhelming sensation of being trapped and not quite knowing what to do. 
And obviously being with a baby requires you to keep them entertained. And I don't think it has to be like this all day, but you do have to think, okay, what, what shall we do next? You know, they're happy to chill and stare at the ceiling and be in the gym and do their thing. But there, there also comes a point at which they need the next thing in the same way that I guess we do. We just, we can't just sit there the whole day doing nothing. So I just felt really trapped. And then I suddenly thought, gosh, I can't be the only person feeling like this. I'm sure there are millions of other parents going through this this feeling of isolation. So that's really spurred me on to do this podcast um, because I really want to, I guess, be a friend for someone out there who is feeling this loneliness and isolation that does come with being a parent. And especially in the early years, you know, I do think it's kind of unavoidable in a way that there is this feeling of isolation because you are with a baby who can't speak back to you. And I feel like there is a bit of a stigma around, you know, saying that you're feeling lonely because I guess people could think, well, how can you feel lonely when you've got your baby? You know, you're not alone, but that's not the point. You know, you can still feel lonely because you don't have that adult conversation, that stimulation. Um, so yes. Okay, let's begin. So I've prepared some kind of top tips of ways to overcome this feeling of isolation. And these are really the things that I do myself. So I, all I can really do is share my personal experience on this. But before I go on to share my kind of top tips, I just want to highlight that the idea that having a baby is supposed to be the happiest time of your life really doesn't help because you can love your child with all of your heart, but at the same time feel a terrible sense of isolation. And you can love spending time with your baby, but be overwhelmed by the daily monotony of caregiving. And I think it's important to know that what you're feeling is normal and okay. You know, you're not a bad parent for feeling that way. We, we all go through this. And I do think it's a normal part. It's a normal part of the process of becoming a parent and normal experiences that parents go through. So my first tip that I want to share with you guys is to accept the feeling of loneliness and isolation because the more that you try to fight it, the more it will persist. It's that classic saying, what you resist will persist. And this is actually my motto for most things in life. You know, when I am experiencing an uncomfortable and unwanted emotion, I usually try and accept it for what it is. And I feel it. Like I actually physically feel it with my body. I welcome it. It's like old friends knocking at my door. I open the door and I let them in and I feel it 100%. And I find when you truly accept an unwanted feeling or emotion, such as, you know, feeling lonely, feeling isolated, it starts to dissipate. The moment you decide to accept it, in that very moment, it actually starts to fade away and starts to become less powerful. But as well as accepting it, I also think it's really important to let these feelings out. And for me, I know, you know, I need a big cry 
once a month, I would say, usually at the time of the period, I have a big cry. And Tom knows about it. I come downstairs and he can see in my eyes. I look a little bit sad. You know, it's just kind of glazed over. I'm not as sparky. Like my eyes aren't fresh. And, you know, the whites aren't, you know, really white. They're just a bit like, you know, tired. And you can just see when you know someone really well, you can almost look at their face and just know where they're at and how they're feeling. And Tom knows me so well. Obviously, we've been together for 11 years. So he just takes one look at me and he's like, okay, cool. I know where you're at. And that just means I've got to go upstairs and I've got to turn the lights off. And I put the duvet over me and the pillow over my head and I just cry. I cry, I cry, I cry. And in that moment, I also feel feel a bit sorry for myself. So, yeah, I don't know why that is. But I'll just be crying and then think, oh, I'm crying. Oh, I'm so sad. Anyway, but then I just let it out. I let it out. And I literally, there's usually like, the pillow's wet and it's all over me. But as soon as I finish my crying episode or whatever we want to call it, I start to feel better. So I do think just crying or even shouting, sometimes anger is good, you know. I do think in our culture we do have this whole let's be upbeat and positive the whole time and being happy is this kind of state that we aspire to be in. But I feel like that pressure to be happy the whole time can make us feel worse when we feel low or unhappy and we want to hide it. And the same goes for anger. It's kind of like anger is one of those emotions that need to be hidden. You know, oh, my God, they've lost their temper, you know, quickly, like, you know, save save face, you know, don't do that. Hide that feeling. But actually, I think it's a really important emotion to release. You know, the more you kind of hold back your feelings of anger, the more louder they will eventually get until you actually just lose it. Um, I just think, you know, we we express happiness and joy so easily. Why can't we express feelings of anger in the same way? So the next thing I want to talk about is the benefits to Tom and Juniper have just arrived. Let's hope they don't come through on the microphone. So I want to speak about the benefit of having a project. So for me personally, I am obviously Juniper's primary caregiver, Tom works, and I look after her in the day. Um, You know, I am the main caregiver. But for me, I really crave intellectual and mental stimulation. And I would say, well, I started this podcast when Juniper was five weeks old. Um, So I was really fascinated by the whole experience of childbirth, you know, even the pregnancy and now my journey through motherhood. And I really wanted a space to capture what I was going through and my research and also just share my experience with other women out there. But I also really craved this mental stimulation. And um, for me, this has been amazing because it's meant that whenever I have spare time, I can get, you know, Um, get the laptop and start typing out my thoughts you know I read lots of books and just capture it all and it's been really good for my mind to be working another thing I did was sign up for a uh, diploma in counselling so I'm working on that I'm halfway through the course I actually took a break from it for Christmas and New Year Um, but I wake up early in the morning to do that so uh, I'd say about three times a week I wake up at about six so juniper wakes up at half seven so that then gives me an hour and a half tom usually takes her for a little bit longer so sometimes i can push it to two hours but i focus that time on doing my counseling course and so i've got my podcast and my counseling course that i do and for me honestly it's been amazing 
you know, I really, really do crave that. And I think most people do. Um, I just think it almost feels like work as well. Um, if you're anything like me, I really do like to work. <laughs> so um, I just think it's about the balance as well. You know, you're looking after a baby a lot of the time, but actually we all need a bit of mental stimulation. So for me, that's the course and the podcast. But I really think um, everyone should have something that they do that isn't just baby, baby. So yeah, coming back to the the kind of idea of having a project. So this could be anything, you know, it could be something to keep your mind engaged or it could be something like yoga or cycling, just something to do, your mini project, working on yourself. Um, You could also mix it up and have a few things that you do, but make sure it's time that you can dedicate for yourself. Um, You know, we can get so lost in, you know, being a parent and doing everything for baby but actually we do need to take care of our own needs so that we can become better parents. So the second tip I wanted to share was make the first move. I know that sounds quite strange but I couldn't think of any other way to word it but basically we go to a lot of classes we go baby sensory swimming, baby massage, they're all closed at the moment Um, but I have found more often than not I have to make the first move when speaking to other mums. Or at least I've got to have open body language. Otherwise, I can find I can go to these classes and I can leave without saying a word to anyone else. And I do think that is because, look, we're all, we can all be nervous from time to time. You know, we're meeting new people. Some people find that really, really easy. Most people do find it quite daunting to go to a class and just, you know, introduce yourself. And the thing is with COVID is the kind of pre-chat that you would usually get, you know, standing in the line, for example, it's all been affected because obviously you have to now stand two meters away. And then as soon as class ends, you've got to get up and leave so that they can start sanitizing your area. So the whole thing's kind of changed. You've also got your mask on, so you can't see um, facial contact, you can't see, you know, smiling or anything. It's really, really difficult. So things have changed. But I definitely think that if you make the effort to be the first person to reach out, then you're more likely going to make more friends and have more connections out there in the world. And I actually did a mini experiment with myself when I went to Baby Sensory. Um, I thought, right, I need to actually start making some friends now because I'm going to these classes, but I don't know anyone at all. Um, So I went and in my mind, I was like, right, I'm going to be open. I'm going to smile. I'm going to engage and I'm going to strike up some conversations. And actually just going with that mindset of I'm prepared to make the first move was really good so I made a a few friends after that so literally that just that deciding to make effort really really helped um and I think this goes you know even for talking to strangers you can be in a coffee shop and you know when you've got a baby lots of strangers do like to come up to you and chat um so yeah just strike up conversation I think even just having mini connections throughout the day can make you feel less lonely so my third tip is to create a routine. Now, I just want to start by saying that I'm not usually someone who likes routine. You know, I like to be spontaneous. And when people were telling me initially, you know, you've got to get Juniper onto a routine, my heart would sink. 
you know, I despise the idea of being trapped in any shape or form, you know, not being able to go somewhere because it's Juniper's nap time gave me anxiety. You know, I really didn't like this idea of routine and, you know, doing the same things every day. But (laughs) I've now come around to it and I now really see the benefits. And I like to be spontaneous, you know, in between this the fixed aspects of the day. For example, nap time is is fixed and either side of that time you can do different things. So I didn't lose my, you know, spontaneity completely, but just having that structure is so important. And we actually forget that usually when we're working, you know, we don't have to think about what to do in the week. You just go to work or now we work from home. You log on, you've got meetings, you've got emails and your day just kind of goes on. Whereas when you've got week after week where there's not much going on it can actually feel really daunting it's like a blank canvas and yes that can be really creative and energetic at times but not all the time Um, and I've definitely found it to be quite draining coming up with things the whole time things to do Um, so definitely just having that routine and those fixed things that you do every day um, can be really reassuring, you know, especially if you've got, say, now two, three naps a day, then maybe in the morning you have your walk, then you've got your class in the afternoon, or maybe you meet another mum for a socially distanced walk, or when things are open, you go for a coffee. Um, there are various different things you can do. I've actually done a podcast on what to do with baby all day. Give that a listen for some ideas. And I'm going to do a part two because I recorded that one really early on and we've got so many more things that we get up to. So I will do a part two. So I do just want to say, you know, if you are a new mum and you are feeling lonely or isolated, I hope it helps to know that you're not alone. Um, We are experiencing it too. It's been a really strange year. And I know sometimes when you're on social media and you're looking at what other people are up to or what other mums are doing, um, you can feel even worse. You know, you feel like you're completely alone and everyone else is having a great time but I can assure you it's not like that for most of us you know I do think that isolation is a part of especially in the early years is a part of the experience of parenting Um, and I also think it's quite dangerous to keep being busy for the sake of being busy sometimes it is good to sit with these feelings of loneliness and like I said this in my other podcast you know times of boredom uh, can also be times where you can be your most creative because actually when we stop and that's why if you ever notice you can have really great ideas in the shower because you've actually stopped and your mind has has is is not got anything else to focus on and that's when uh, your mind can connect dots and I do think that actually those times where you are bored and feeling lonely you know if you actually just sit with those feelings and that moment you might surprise yourself with the things that you start to think about and um, the creativity that comes out of those moments so for the next two topics of the walk with me series I was going to touch on how your identity changes as a new mother and then I was also going to speak a bit about bonding with baby so do drop me a message on Instagram, pop that mama. Let me know what you think of these next two topics. And maybe if you have any other ideas or how you're finding this uh, series in general. I have seen that I've got quite a few followers on 
Spotify, but unfortunately I can't actually connect with you guys on a personal level on that platform. I can only see what you're listening to. I can't even see who you are. So please do give me a follow on Instagram. I'd love to know like who is listening. Um, that would be amazing. All right, guys. So yeah, let me just summarize for you because we've spoken about quite a lot. So the first tip that I shared with you was around acceptance. So accepting those uncomfortable feelings and feelings of loneliness. The next thing was about having a project, you know, a me project, time where you can focus on yourself. And then the final tip was around making the first move, striking up conversations and having that confidence to connect with people. All right, guys, have a lovely day and happy new year. Happy Christmas and happy new year.